Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Conway could be dangerous. Yeah. You know what's dangerous? Your obsession with me. Just Seriously, Lana, call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone oh. from Top Gun. Just be careful. No. Whoever he is, he ghosted an ID file onto our worldwide database. Yeah, which you probably found while researching me. Oh. Lana, because you're in the uh, danger zone! And those oh, were his last words. <laughs> How'd you get life insurance, Lana? Don't they know you're in the danger zone? Lana. 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 Lana! Right, welcome everybody to uh, podcast number 65. Right, 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 right. We're like, what, four away from, or three away from, like, the right number? That's right. <laughs> I'm already on that number. You understand. Uh, danger zone. Danger zone. <laughs> oh, my God. Lana. Lana. What? Danger zone. <laughs> and he whispers the danger zone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so bad. He's stabbed in the back, by, or he's shot in the chest, and he still manages to tell Lana. Danger zone, danger zone. <laughs> as he should, right? As he should. <laughs> uh, hey, did you check out the uh, the new Star Trek photos I posted online? I did, and they're awesome. Yeah. So it looks like Benedict Cumberbatch. By the way, awesome name. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't look like a con to me. He sounds like a hobbit. Like that's <laughs> a hobbit name. <laughs> no, but in his outfit, he doesn't really look like uh, doesn't look like a con there. So. No. I'm, Which is good. Yeah, you know, but what I'm thinking, he's supposed. Oh yeah, and uh, MTV had a total douchebag moment because uh, they're That's the ones. Shock. Yeah, I know, right? They're the ones that posted that picture online, and they said Vulcan death grip. Ugh. And I went. Ugh. And I even in my article on LazyGeeks.com, uh, <laughs> I uh, I even said I go and and then I let my geek total flow. I was like going. As we all know from the Enterprise incident of the original series, there's no such thing as a Vulcan death grip. No. <laughs> Do you remember Spock killing anyone <laughs> at all no. <laughs> by pinching them? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, he's supposed to 
withstand the neck pinch and then overpower Spock. So you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking Gary Mitchell. Throwing it out there? Yeah. I'm thinking maybe, maybe he's uh, Kurt's buddy. Well, can't other Vulcans withstand the nerve pinch? Yeah, but I don't think he's he plays a Vulcan. That wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Especially now that there's only a finite amount of Vulcans. <laughs> That's true. I don't think they'd be going for a world of uh, crime. Yeah. Um, I, I do, I do hope, and I think they're doing this anyway, I do hope that... Um, we see an original original story. I I don't want them to just c- copy the movies that I already, I saw those movies. I own those movies. I don't need to see them again. Yeah, the next you one know. will be a Voyage Home reboot. You know? like, come on, <laughs> that one that one might be fun actually. <laughs> I might like. I I would love to see actually like Chris Pine as Kirk go back to like today time. That would be fun. That would be fun. Yeah. You know. <laughs> not all the chicks. <laughs> all the chicks. No, no, he did do that. It's called This Means War. Oh, shit. <laughs> I just saw that movie, too, but I'll talk about that later. <laughs> uh, so uh, I, w- I noticed this week California put all the uh, big developers on notice. On notice. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you know about that more, more privacy shit? Uh-uh, I ain't going to fly here. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, basically now all that, all that it basically means is that when you download an app, it's gonna give you the privacy notice before you can you actually download instead of afterward. And I was like, going, yeah, that's kind of like when you go to the bar and you pick up a chick, you take her home, you have sex with her, then you find out she's a complete nut job. I think this is kind of this is kind of the nice thing. You go to the bar, you see she's a complete nut job before, then you can avoid or think, mm, you know what, she's hot enough. Exactly. The hot to crazy ratio, you know. So that's how I kind of view it. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. <laughs> oh, real quick, hot to crazy ratio. Um, I was watching the Academy Awards briefly, and um, when what's her name, Angelina Jolie came on stage, like she just has a presence. Yeah. People, people are hooting and hollering at her and shit <laughs> at the Academy Awards. She's so fucking skinny though. Yeah, she got really skinny. I'm like going, oh my god, dude. I'd, I'd still handle it though. Yeah. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> While Brad Pitt watched. <laughs> oh man. Oh, community set to come back. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy. They did they sign up for a whole season or No, no, no. They're they've set for the finish this season at least. They're going to start yeah. airing the series on March 15th and their old Thursday time slot. Yeah. So we'll at least get to finish out this season. Who knows about next season? I think Annie should do a musical number every episode. <laughs> Next one will be a burlesque dancer. <sighs> but I don't know, because, you know, Dean Pelton, uh, the guy that plays Dean Pelton, co-wrote the script for uh, The Descendants, this George Clooney movie, which he just won an Oscar for. Boom. So, you know. He might be like, I ain't doing this shit no more. Yeah, he's, you're going to see an Oscar sitting on his desk every time he walks <laughs> in and out of the... Of the um, the the conference room he's gonna have no, it. He's gonna, he's gonna have it on a chain around his neck, <laughs> and no one's even gonna say nothing. It's just gonna be there. <laughs> he's just gonna be like, Mm-mm. instead of stroking Jeff, he's gonna he's gonna use the Oscar to stroke Jeff's hair. That's right. <laughs> or he's gonna stroke the Oscar. Oh yeah. What hey. Is- uh, oh, what was he say? Nothing. It was gross. <laughs> uh, did you? Uh, did you hear they fucking gave bail to that Mega Upload dude? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, really? I wish they would open Mega Upload so I could root my damn phone, and I'm not ashamed to say it. 
<laughs> the file that I need to root my phone is on Mega Upload. <laughs> Every time I'm looking around, just click this link to get the file. Big ass fucking American Eagle comes up like shit. <laughs> you feel this gust of wind coming from your monitor, you know, it's just like going, Oh shit, the fair American flag's waving in front of you. <laughs> right? <laughs> the national anthem's blaring through not only my computer, but every speaker in the house. A flag just mysteriously drops down behind you, you know. <laughs> CIA operatives are bouncing in or FBI, I guess, are bouncing into the friggin' window and shit. Ah! <laughs> Danger zone. <laughs> yeah, but I did see that he got out on bail. Yeah, they said it. You know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I guess his third time's a charm because uh, he, he had two other attempts. They're like, no, he's a potential flight risk. And then this judge is like, I don't know. I think you froze enough of his assets. I mean, he ain't going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. So we'll see. Next week we'll see. Yeah, now uh, U.S. Uh, U.S. Uh, federal agents are looking for uh, and what the fuck Kim dot com? What bullshit is that? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, they're looking for Kim dot com. <laughs> He's kept out on bail. <laughs> He's out. He's in the danger zone. <laughs> He's probably in Thailand. <laughs> so we all know that Atomic Comics closed down. In Arizona. Um, so there's a place called Samurai Comics. Now they have two stores in Phoenix that I haven't been to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now they opened a new store right next to a popular Atomic Comics back when it was open. So this place is lame. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't even have all the new Marvel books. Like a, a good amount too. Like it was ridiculous. They had... The DC, one thing I didn't like was they had the DC 52s in their own little section, which was cool, but then they had the new ones on a table. It's like, why? Just put them on the fucking rack where they belong. Was it like, um, like the newest ones that came out? Like, yeah, the newest ones were on a table, but they were all, since they're just laying on a table, the whole table's fucked up. Oh, like, they it, weren't even like, like, no, like, they weren't sorted or anything. It was just like Collector's like Paradise used to sort their shit on a table. Yeah, they put like, or, or even they have it on the rack, but like yeah. new this week, you know. Um, they had a very small bookshelf with trades on it. <laughs> it's like that's not important at all because most people buy trades nowadays. You might right. want to, you know, stock that up. Place was huge because they had nothing. Um, they had an I, I, their IDW section was just a turning rack. Oh whoa! One side was Doctor Who that just had some didn't even have the current books, just just some trades that were thrown on there and like a, and like a Dalek action figure they probably Um, bought this shit at a flea market and thought hey you know what (laughs) but then then if you go next door there's a dock closed building that when you look inside is atomic comics and all their shit is still there because they they haven't had the auction for that store yet that place is packed to the brim with shit there's just stuff everywhere and then there's a little sign on the window that says atomic comics might be closed but we're right next door it's like yeah sucking (laughs) (laughs) fuck well you know now i think you have something to do late night a couple people may you know yeah Yeah. they had tons of fucking like back issues everything old comics in the boxes and shit i mean it was it was because that atomic comics was the shit because that one wasn't at the mall, like all the other ones. Mm-hmm. The ones at the mall were dumb. Like they just want to sell you t-shirts and shit. All but right. that one was like a true comic book store. The biggest problem with Samurai, though, and like I said, 
I haven't been to the two locations in Phoenix yet, and I do plan on going. So I don't know. Maybe those ones are, are freaking awesome. But this one sucks. In Mesa. Um, the Mesa, Mesa, Arizona. The thing that bugged me is there's two people working there, which is fine because they don't really have that much to do. Not once. Me, um, my uncle, and my mother were both in, were all in the store. Not once did they even speak to us. That's Nothing. not cool. That's you know what I mean? Cool. It's, it's a, they were just sitting there playing with the music selection. That's all they were doing. It's like it's a comic book. So you're supposed to come over and go, hey, did you check this out? Do you read this? What are you doing? What are you doing with it? You know what I mean? You're supposed to be friendly at a yeah. comic book store. That's the whole point of going. I walked to the store and, and my, you know, not to name drop, but my uncle's pretty big in New England comics. He's visiting from back east. Oh, hashtag and, humble brag. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's nothing humble about it, really. Um, and he likes to go to the local stores and see because he sets up. He One of his jobs is to set up all the stores in, in New England. And um, he said it was horrible. We walked out. We both looked at each other and said we are never going to the store again, ever. It's I would I would rather not read comic books because that place depressed me so much. Jesus, I know. But I uh, like I said, I haven't gone to the Phoenix location, but I'm, I don't have high hopes. Yeah, but see, the problem with is that that's one store is a representation of the other two. So if you go, oh well, the one where I live sucks, so I'm not going there. You've exactly. already fucked yourself. Exactly. Uh, I and might, not in a good uh, way. Uh, no, there's good ways to do it too. Yeah. <laughs> but um, oh, and the other thing I did today. What well, is Samurai Comics yesterday? Um, also a name like Samurai Comics. Come on, you yeah. have to be cool. Um, <laughs> today I went to the Phoenix Art Museum. Excuse me while I put my reading glasses on. Oh, I have my monocle on. <laughs> they, they they had a special exhibit on Frank Lloyd Wright, which was pretty cool, and it was kind of depressing. That he has all this great shit that was never built. Ever. <laughs> like, it was just, no one wanted to build it. And he was obsessed with circles. Like, everything was made out of a circle. And that's probably why no one wanted to make it. True, true. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that, you know, I don't want to talk too much about the art museum. It's an art museum. It's out there. Um, <laughs> one thing I do want to talk about, though, is the little cafe they have over there. Best corned beef and hash I've ever had in my life. Oh, Jesus. Just want to say that. Right. Had, had, had to throw the Irish in there. They put, they put little, um, they had the big red potatoes, chunks of corned beef, not, not out of a can mush dog food shit. And then it had, um, <laughs> they put just, just little specks. Of mashed sweet potato in there. Oh my god. <sighs> Better than the museum, really. To be honest with you. I'm not that in the hat, though, but, um. Unless they're nudes. I... Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus. We can move right into the news, and I'm up first. Alright. Damn it. Get be our leadoff hitter. That's right. Hopefully I don't fail no <laughs> uh so blizzard entertainment hasn't really jumped on the free-to-play bandwagon like other mmo studios today sure you can play the first 20 levels of world of warcraft for free but that's more of an extended free trial than a free-to-play model it seems that blizzard will be embracing the free-to-play model in an upcoming and yet unannounced game develop reports that a source connected to the subject at hand has confirmed this as much as an unnamed source can confirm anything. <laughs> um, I usually don't report on rumors, but this one feels like it could be rooted in reality. World of Warcraft has been losing its player base on a steady yet not steep pace 
lately, and we all know that Blizzard is working on a new MMO as well. The average MMO customer has fully embraced the free-to-play model with games like Lord of the Rings Online, Star Trek Online, and Perfect World. Blizzard is too successful of a company to not realize they had to, they have to move in that direction as well. Of course, Diablo 3 is sort of like a free-to-play MMO. It's an action RPG that can and will be played online. This may not be what we're talking about, but it's still something to think about. They're gonna have a free-to-play eventually. Yeah, Yeah, it's, it's, they're, they're too, they're a very smart company. And and if they go, no, we'll we'll never have a free-to-play, then they turn into a stupid company. (laughs) So, you know, Got to continue making that money, baby. Yeah. Well, I guess it's confirmed nothing is going well for BlackBerry. Literally, nothing is going well for Research in Motion. While the company has been struggling to get people to return to their wireless service, and let's not forget their less-than-stellar tablet, it seems that Netflix has finally stamped rim with a, quote, no one cares about you label. Aww. (laughs) Somebody on Twitter asked uh, Netflix, where is my playbook app? You've had enough time, no more excuses, thanks. Netflix replies backhanded, (laughs) <laughs> this is this was delivered on the back of a hand. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't have any current plans to support BackBerry devices, including Playbook. So, as you can see, it it seems that uh, Netflix Netflix is on everything but your toaster. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> Netflix has uh, basically delivered a hardcore fatality. Um, fatality. I, <laughs> I do have to admit it kind of sucks, but, but the dwindling interest in their playbook, you can see why Netflix won't waste time on it. Netflix has apps in iOS, Android, Microsoft, Sony, and they even developed one for Linux users. How much of a blow is that to RIM customers that they won't get to stream their favorite movies on their playbook? No. But but I guess in the end, the fault is the customers. I mean, after all, they did buy a playbook. Like, really, really let it sink in with the Linux users. They developed a Netflix app for something that makes no money (laughs) as opposed to rim, which also makes no no money. money. (laughs) Wow. dude. I mean, it's, 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 it's already dead. I mean, let's, let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. (laughs) We're going to keep it a little real here. All right. So my next article is a bit long, so I'm probably going to screw up if that's okay. (laughs) I'm just drunk, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, Drac Jack Tretton oh, oh. has expressed an upbeat attitude about the current PS Vita sales numbers in the US. Quote, I would be pleased if we reached similar sales to Japan, said the S S C E A chief. Um, who wrote this, you know, uh, Jack Trenton told IGN that he was very, very positive about what he saw in the sales numbers for the system, including not only the system, but its peripherals. That's how you say that, right? Peripherals. Yeah. Thank you. And software. Uh, quote, memory, memory is going out the door very aggressively. Of course it is because they need it. Yeah. Despite the fact that memory is in a lot of pre-sale bundles. That's true. He also said he would be happy if the Vita sold in the U.S. just as well as in Japan, which he said had sold 500,000 units in three weeks after its December launch. Quote, quite frankly, it scares me if people think that the Japanese launch is struggling. The fact is they sold 500,000 units in three weeks. Just what I said. Um, <laughs> I would be pleased if we sold. Uh, I'm sorry. I would be pleased if we did 500,000 units in the first three weeks here in the United States. I think that's a really healthy number for a new platform launch. I agree with him. Um, Trenton goes on to claim Sony is positioned for the Vita launch be better than. See, I'm fucking up. 
better than any of its previous platforms. He also notes that Sony has enjoyed the greatest hype before a system launch with the Vita. Uh, quote again. This is why it's long, by the way. Not because I wrote anything. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. <laughs> it would have been like two paragraphs. <laughs> yeah. Four think... lines each. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck you. Uh, I think this is probably our most successful lead up to a launch platform. Now that the holidays are behind us and the marketing campaign is kicking in and the merchandising is appearing at local I fucked up. I thought I was going to do it at retail <laughs> and we've got our promotional campaign kicking in. I feel great about the velocity that we have going into Vita. And I'd say that we've been positioned. He kind of screws up in his quotes a little bit. And I'd say that we, we, I, that love ever, man. And I'd say that we're best positioned of any platform launch that I've been a part of in terms of positive momentum and positive feedback relative to it. That doesn't sound right to me, but whatever. <laughs> and then I said, I did say something. I hope the momentum keeps up for the long haul. Sony has always tried to build a, por- a portable gaming device for a more adult crowd versus the Nintendo 3DS. We'll have to wait and see how well it does in the coming years. I mean, Sony's always been kind of a slow starter. Like, they yeah. never do great at first. Um, but I, I, I got to touch that Vita for the first time, finally, and I really dig it. I thought it was cool. I thought the, you know, I just thought it was cool. Yeah, and that's the well, point, really. The only two, the only two complaints that I have, um, Vita related, are the memory. I think I think it's a bit ridiculous with the memory because, but that's a typical Sony thing. Yeah, but, and but the, the thing too is that their it's proprietary, so their memory is always fucking ridiculously expensive. And like, uh, and the games the too, and the games yeah. too are expensive. That was a problem with me at first. And then I kind of, I, it's still a problem, those two things, but it's a problem with Sony for me, not the PS Vita specifically, because they do that with fucking everything, except for the PS3. The PS3 is the one system that's kind of like, we're going to let you put normal hard drives in it. We're going to, I was like, what? Yeah. Like, this is, we use Bluetooth. What? <laughs> you know, but everything else is still following that typical, you have to buy our shit for it to work. Yeah. You know. And that's the one thing that's bugged me. And also too, since most of the games are downloadable, why are they like forty bucks? Yeah. You know. Well, again, Sony bullshit. But I still like the system. I think it's sexy. Yeah, but the problem is, is that with both of those things, because you know you're gonna chew up a bunch of memory. Because I heard that, um, like, when you, uh, like, for Uncharted, it's like three gigs. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, and that will chew up like most of your memory if you go with a bundle. And so for me, it's just like, you know, you're going to be downloading a shitload of games. So why not make it a little easier for people? Which is why, which is why memory is flying off the shelves. Yeah. As Tretton says, because it needs to fly off the shelf. (laughs) And Sony knows that. Yeah. Sony just likes making that money. They do. I mean, you know, we, I don't fault them for wanting to make that money, but. Still, not my dude. money. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else is not mine. That's right. Uh, probably one of the greatest animated adult comedies on television right now is Archer. Yes. I know. I I know a show that catches my interest when I sit down and watch an entire season of a show and feel like a crack addict waiting for the next new episode. As season three is coming to a close, we can rest assured knowing that Sterling Archer and Company will be back for a fourth season. The series has been increasing in viewership season to season. Season two was up from season one. Season three is showing an incredibly strong gain from season two. Season three is up 62% in adults 18 to 34. That's 1.3 million. 
44% in an 18 to 49, uh, that's one, one over a million and a half, and 32% in total viewers, 2 million compared to last season. So that it made it- math sexy. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Uh, it, so it made it an easy choice for, uh, FX to renew the series. It was an easy decision to order more Archer, said FX's EVP original programming, Nick Grad. Adam, Matt, and our amazing voice cast are delivering one of the funniest and smartest shows on television. You guys have heard me recommend this series on, a, on our weekly podcast, as this is, it's a hilarious show. You can check it out on Netflix or simply buy the series. You know you will anyway, so you might as well save yourself the time. Nice. <laughs> and it's true. It is true. Because that, that series <laughs> is amazing. <laughs> Phrasing! <laughs> phrasing. It's like, whoa, phrasing. First, I want to know, last thing I want to know, did you have sex with my mother? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that whole episode with, um, where they were in the, uh, the Alps or whatever, and that underage chick, and he just really was, he did not, and it was good because I thought he was going to go for it, yeah. but he was completely against it. <laughs> And, and she just kept fucking it up. And then he's, they're on the snowmobile and she's topless. Just put your hands on my, on my breasts. <laughs> and my favorite part of the whole that is she has no shirt on, no gloves because she left in a hurry, right? Right. And, and he goes, yeah, it'd be much better if you had some nice, nice thick gloves, mittens on. And he's wearing them. <laughs> like, don't give it to her or anything. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Uh, moving. Are, are oh, wait, you that, I was just gonna say, are you that selfish? Apparently. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> so speaking of awesome. Oh. Oh, nice segue. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Academy Award goes to <laughs> Best Segue. That should be that should be something. That, that should be an award. <laughs> best segue goes to. Um the upcoming Doctor Who game. The Eternity Clock will be released on the PS3, Vita, and PC and give Doctor Who some much-deserved video game love. It's also going to look amazing using the Unreal Engine 3. The what? Eternity Clock, yeah, I know. <laughs> the Eternity Clock is being developed by independent studio Supermassive Games in collaboration with BBC Worldwide. At, quote, at Supermassive, we always try to be very pragmatic about our choice of technology and choose the right tool for the job at hand, said Jonathan Amore, Supermassive CTO. <laughs> More quotes. <laughs> Our aim for Doctor Who the Eternity Clock is to match it as closely as possible in aesthetics, tone, and sound by the television series, and also to achieve a new level of quality on Sony's outstanding platforms. <laughs> critical, and someone's trying to make that check. I know. Um, critical factors in our decision to license Unreal Engine 3 include the capability and maturity of the Unreal Editor and 2 Chain, and, and 2 Chain, I don't know what that means, but that's the quote. Um, <laughs> and we require an engine that has proven successful in the marketplace. Mike Gamble of Epic Games also added, I love quotes, because it, give, it gives the news, but it doesn't take that long. You know, just saying. I do write real articles, people, by the way. It just happens that these three articles were heavy on the quotes. Unless they um, have a lot of quotes, then he writes them. Then I write a lot of articles. Um, it's brilliant to see the world of Doctor Who brought to life by its by the team at Supermassive, and especially to see Unreal Engine 3 powering the game that's bringing this universe to a whole new platform and an entirely new generation of gamers and Doctor Who fans. I think, that's me, this choice of engine was a great one, and I can't wait to see what Supermassive can do with the Doctor Who franchise in video game form. 
It's a great, I can't read my own shit. It's a great, it's a, it's a great time to be a Doctor Who fan. Um, and it is. Yeah. And uh, that game does look sick. Yeah, that's gonna be something you know I'm gonna be doing. Mm. Come out on the PS2. Mm. I'll be sitting there with my sonic screwdriver. That... Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jeez. Just when you started to think that organizers of San Diego Comic Con had forgotten about their big summer show, it seems that they're getting the word out that you... Whoa. Sorry, man. <laughs> I tried to cover the mic, and it just amplified it. So, Oh, man. Uh, anyway, it seems that they're getting the word out that you need to sign up for their membership ID. Otherwise, you won't be able to get a ticket for this year's event. Through their website, SDCC announced that they will be informing people that signed up of the time and date of badge sales via email. So make sure that you have your email client attached to your phone. And they claim that notification via RSS, Twitter, and Facebook will come later on. They claim that there's a large number of signups for... Uh, member ID, so that when the, the emails will be sent out in batches, and they even uh, so, and they even say that if your friend or family member gets notification, gets their notification first, chill out, yours will be coming. They are hoping that this will streamline the sign-up process. Uh, er, late, I think uh, late Friday, I also uh, got an email from SDCC with some of the FAQs about the new sign-up process. It's going to suck. The new sign-up process, basically, if you log in, it'll send you to a link, and you'll go into what's called a waiting room. And they said that the waiting room... Better known as purgatory. (laughs) Pretty much. And you can be there from a few minutes to a few hours waiting to move up. They said don't open multiple windows and don't refresh your screen because that'll just push you farther in line. Don't do anything on your computer while you're sitting at your computer. Right. Yeah. Nice. And uh, so yeah, so there's and they're also saying we have a lot of people that signed up and there's probably not everybody's going to get tickets and the same old bullshit because it was the same way it was, you know, the normal way. But apparently that one membership sign up and one ticket rule went out the window because according to that FAQ, you can get up to 6 additional tickets for 6 additional people per login. So I was like, "Really?" I thought that was the whole thing to prevent people from scalping bullshit. But apparently that went out the window, so that's going to suck. But remember, the prices for this year's event have increased over last year. Four-day plus preview night is 175 Four-day pass is $150. single day passes Thursday through Saturday is $40. And single-day pass for Sunday is $23. If you haven't signed up for membership ID, you have until the 28th to do so. So that's... uh basically tomorrow, and uh, you can go, if you go to the website, lazygeeks.com, we have a oh. link on the site that will send you over there. Or you can just go to San Diego Comic-Con.org. This, this entire news briefing um, reminded me that I'm going, or I'm planning on going, to the Phoenix Comic-Con, which then in turn gave me the idea that the new Captain Picard action figure that I just got, I can bring for Patrick Stewart to sign. Oh, what up? <sighs> I have a man crush oh, on Patrick man. Stewart. I do. Oh well, hey, you know what? We, it's no homo though. No there homo. might be a little homo. In <laughs> there might be a little homo. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. bit. Yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into some new releases. No, let's keep talking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, on Netflix right now, uh, Lethal Weapon Three, being emo. I mean, being Elmo. Uh, <laughs> 
I don't want to watch that. <laughs> Beam Elmo, <laughs> A Puppeteer's Journey, uh, Man vs. Wild, and Survivor Man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I've been on a survivalist kick. Hey, that Being Elmo, I can imagine it as like a VH1 behind the music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's spoken to Elmo. It's not the puppeteer. It's the guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Elmo's smoking a cigarette and shit. He's like, <laughs> time's been tough. <laughs> Throwing shit. Try- Big Bird trying to rape me in the pack and shit. It's all <laughs> fucked up. Uh, in gaming news. Fuck um, <laughs> Now, I, unfortunately, neglected to put the dates on these games. Oh, but you. they come out this week. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> um, Company of Heroes Complete Campaign Edition comes out for the Mac. Ooh. I know it came. I know people are like, I played that like a long time ago. But um, Mac users the, have it. <laughs> yeah. Aw, <laughs> I could just imagine that little from back in the day when there was an error on a Mac and it showed the little Mac classic with the face and the frown. <laughs> you know, um, Deep Black Reloaded for the PC that will probably be out for the Mac in about three years. I swear um, sounds like a porno, <laughs> doesn't it? Deep Black <laughs> Reloaded. Ooh, dynamite. <laughs> um, Zuma's Revenge, a very popular um, puzzle game coming for the DS. Nexus or Nexus or whatever. Um, coming for the Xbox 360, this is a big time open source game. This was like the go-to, um, Quake 3 Arena feeling game for Linux players. And it's coming to the Xbox 360, brand new engine and all that bullshit. Moving on to something that everyone will enjoy, SSX. I will love be coming that series out. of games. I do too. For the 360 and the PlayStation 3. Uh, the Lord of the Rings Online Mithril Edition for the PC, Mortal Kombat Complete Edition for the PS3 and the Xbox 360, and Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor 2 for the DS. What's in theaters? Uh, before we head on, um, the Lord of the Rings reminded me of this. Um, was it Saturday was uh, Edward James Olmos' birthday? And uh, Battlestar Galactica on Facebook posted a picture, a still shot of him as Adama, and it says Admiral oh, yeah. Admiral Bill Adama, and then underneath says "Just walk into Mordor like a boss." <laughs> There's been a lot of those I, <laughs> different people. I love that though. You're just looking at it, and with that expression on his face too, you're like, "Oh yeah, he did." Yes, he did. <laughs> uh, light, light, light. Uh, uh, movie crowd this Nick week. It, Nick it light. <laughs> Uh, the Lorax, which is the new Dr. Seuss, um, adaptation. Project X, which, which is about those kids that throw that big old party. That looks amazing. That looks so I want to see that movie 15 times. (laughs) Midgets coming out of the fucking (laughs) oven. Out of the oven and shit. That movie just looks, um, it looks like Animal House. Like, like, but only the party scene. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just that one I know. And, uh, well, they have Jimmy Kimmel in it. Oh, you know where he's like, awesome. it's gonna be fucking awesome. Uh, but Todd, uh, Todd Phillips from The Hangover is, uh, producing that movie, so. It's, it's nothing but a good time. Yeah. It was, it's, it's The Hangover and some other movie, someone else that's working on it's from a different movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember, but it said those two, it's like those two movies had sex. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and a, lo- a limited edition, mm-hmm. uh, Chinese flick, Let the Bullets Fly with Chow Young Fat. Always a good time. Yeah, you know, that's why I put it on here. I'm like, oh, Chow that's Young, right. that's right. Gotta go there. Yeah. Uh, DVDs this week, uh, Oscar winner Hugo will be coming out this week. I want to see that. I want to see it too. It looks really cool. Yeah. Um, although I'm, it's still for Scorsese. I loved in the opening of, um, the Oscars, Billy Crystal goes, are you sure this is a Scorsese movie? Nobody's got whacked yet. 
<laughs> That's a truth. I know, right? Uh, but I was thinking too. For I wonder if everybody that sees Scorsese, I wonder if they have to kiss his ring. You know, they do. They yeah, do. Probably. Maybe uh, kiss his lips. <laughs> Justice League Doom. Yes. Uh, Pac Man complete first season. What is that? Pac Man. It was a cartoon series. Oh, oh, the actual Pac-Man. The actual Pac-Man. Oh, okay. Right yeah. on. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, Johnny English Reborn and uh, Top Gear Season 17. Yeah. Top Gear is amazing. <laughs> that show is awesome. DC Comics. I'm going to stop whispering. Um, <laughs> if I don't say the number, it's issue seven. Action Comics. Seven. Animal Man. Seven. Shut up. <laughs> Batman Birth of the Demon. Trade paperback. Uh, Batwing. Beyond the Fringe 1, we'll just starting out, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, DC Universe Online 25, Detective Comics, Green Arrow, Hawk and Dove, get it while it lasts. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> Huntress, Six of Six, if you're looking for the end of that one. Justice League International, Men of War, get that one while it lasts. Mm-hmm. That one is ending, right, Men of War? Men of War, yeah. Okay. Night Force, one of six, just started out. OMAC, another Red Lantern. What? That's another one that's ending. OMAC's ending? Yeah. Oh, I kind of like that one. Yeah. Oh, well, didn't like it that much. Um, <laughs> Red Lanterns, um, ooh, Showcase Presents, which we all know is the big books that have the comics in them. The Spectre. Yeah. Or Spectre or whatever. Volume 1, trade paperback. Get it. Um, Static Shock 7, again, bye. Um, Stormwatch, Superman Last Stand of New Krypton, trade paperback. Supernatural 6 of 6, that one's ending too. Swamp Thing, Seven, I'll say that one. Um, <laughs> Wonder Woman Volume Two Odyssey hardcover. If you want to get some some sexy time, <laughs> all right. So on the Marvel side, we've got Amazing Spider-Man 680, two issues away from their big 50th anniversary issues. Uh, Astonishing X-Men 47, Avengers 23, FF 15, New Moon 10, which is coming to a close. Uh, new, new event- moon, moon night. Oh, moon night. Sorry, new moon. Whoa, new moon. <laughs> moon night number ten. Still coming to a close. Uh, new Avengers twenty two. Ultimate Comics Ultimates number seven. Ultimate Comics X Men number eight. Venom thirteen point four. And uh, it's really stretching out thirteen. Okay. Yeah, they're, they're, they really want to push that one out. Uh, X Men Prelude to Schism trade paperback. Ooh. And um, other uh, distributors this week, we've got Game of Thrones number six by Dynamite. Um, <laughs> we've also have uh, Green Hornet number twenty two by Dynamite. Voltron number three by Dynamite. When are they gonna make the GoBots comic, dude? I'm telling you. <laughs> They're missing an opportunity. <laughs> um, Magic the Gathering number two by IDW. Ooh, I just bought um, yesterday. I bought the first Magic the Gathering one. I haven't read it yet though. Oh, okay. It came with a card. It's kind of cool. Oh, you figured it would. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek Ongoing uh, number six IDW. Invincible number eighty nine Image and The Walking Dead ninety four by Image. Yes. What's on the collectible side? Hold on, real quick. <coughs> Frog in my throat. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ribbit. I'm choking. I'm choking because of the awesome collection of collectibles <laughs> we have today. Um, classic Marvel characters, Spider-Man. Another classic Marvel character, Spider-Man. Classic Marvel characters, the Fantastic Four. Now, let me explain what classic Marvel characters are. These are like the 70s kind of ones. Now, the first one I said is Spider-Man. He's in his little suit. standing there. He's great. The second one is Badass. It's it's from a cover of a comic and it escapes me which one of it it is. Which but is the it's, second it's, Spider-Man? Yeah, the second the second um 
collectible of Spider-Man. Yeah. It's half and half. So half the figure is a Spider-Man suit. The other other half is Peter Parker. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, that's it's, it's an amazing collectible. That is you a, buy anything. That is really really cool. And and I can't. It's it's a cover from I can't remember. I think it was like the first run of Amazing, but I can't remember which one it is. Yeah, it doesn't um, say either. Moving into something that's cool, but not as. Um, <laughs> Green Lantern, Hal Jordan versus Parallax statue. It's pretty badass. Um, Green Lantern, the animated series, um, Hal Jordan, full body. Sex yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. All right. So um, this week was actually kind of funny because we were talking about uh, rumors and um, how it's always funny, too, because, like, we – all right, you know, we don't discuss a lot in rumors. So, which makes certain days really difficult to find news because mm, all the other especially in gaming. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but gaming tech and movies are really difficult too because sometimes, you know, all the stuff that I think, oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, wait, that's a rumor. And one of the things that that's always kind of bugged me, and I have people that personally email me, go, "Hey, so what do you think they're going to have on the on the iPad three or on the iPhone 5? I don't fucking know. I don't know, and, and nor do I care. Yeah, I mean, it's like I'll know it when it comes out. Yeah, and you know, and one of the things that we were talking about is that you know, like when Nintendo decided to do the Wii U. What happened right at that same moment? Where's the PS4 and the Xbox 720? Yeah, and we don't even know if it's even going to be the 720. I mean, they're yeah. just like, um, okay, let's times it by two. 720. You I know. took I took basic geometry in high school. <laughs> I know what the next one is. <laughs> so instead of things coming full circle, which is the whole point of 360, it makes it cool. We're gonna go full circle twice, and then and then twice. Yeah, so we're just gonna get dizzy. <laughs> playing the game. I mean, it's just it's I, now the guess the guess for the PS4 is probably accurate. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's it's these things where the rumors are just filling up slow news days. It pisses me off. It really does because like. Like we were talking about this yesterday, and this basically, basically, this came out of a discussion we had uh, yesterday, <laughs> the day before the podcast, trying to decide what we wanted to talk about, and we were both talking about how annoying, annoyed it we were about how annoying know, we were, <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> how annoyed we were about you know people talking about oh, uh, movie casting or the um, gaming, you know, when the next. Uh, Next gen systems coming out and, and, uh, you know, gadgets and like the next, what's the next thing Apple's gonna do? And, you know, it's like, it, it doesn't matter because all you're doing, and this is the reason why we don't post rumors is because you're gonna spend so much time retracting shit mm-hmm. or contradicting yourself because you're sitting there running on this, oh, it's supposed to have this, that, and the other thing. Well, wait a minute. You said in the last one that it wasn't gonna have this. I hate updating. I hate yeah, I do too. My shit, you know, and sometimes I'll look and I go, oh, that was wrong. Oh, fuck it. I don't even bother going yeah. back. Lately, they'll, I've, they'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Lately, I've been doing it. I've been going back and updating some stories that I think are, are important enough to actually update. Not me, man. Consistency all the way. <laughs> You'll figure it out. <laughs> but like, 
like we were talking like yesterday, uh, I said, uh, the original Star Trek, the reboot, JJ Abrams reboot, uh, he just like the it's still in theaters playing and they're already talking about Khan being the next villain in the second movie. And it's like they just released this one. Why are we worrying about what's going to be in the next one? Yeah. Or even on the gaming side, you know, OK, fine. Nintendo's releasing the Wii U. Nintendo is on their own schedule. They don't they don't follow everybody else. It's not like the 90s. Where they all three of them came out at the same time. Nintendo does whatever the hell Nintendo wants to do. Yeah. Um, so as soon as the Wii U is even whispered, people are like, well, what the hell, Sony and Microsoft? Why aren't you talking? And say, maybe they're not talking about it because the Wii's expiration date is quickly coming up. Right. But not the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. They got games scheduled for both those systems well in, up to 2013. I know they're over there talking about like, like after the last, um, E3. They were talking about, oh, next um, next E3 is going to be spotlighted by Microsoft, and they're going to really reveal the next gen um, gaming console. Why? There's we, nothing wrong with the current gen. Yeah, you know, they're just getting the current gen right. <laughs> you know, and it's like you look and you're like, yeah, but they have games coming out for that. A lot of developers are moving forward now. They're moving in forward with the Connect. It's like, do how how are they supposed to like if a company was supposed to move forward with that they would not continue to make products for the existing system exactly and then you have to think too from a business point they're not microsoft and and sony are not thomas edison okay they're not just innovating for the sake of innovating they're innovating to make money yeah. so they innovate they come out with sony for instance they come out with the playstation 3 Great system, innovation all over the place. And then they want to make as much money <laughs> as they possibly can, <laughs> and then they go to the next one. So it's it's just – and then and then look at Xbox. Microsoft has just completely changed the way you use the Xbox 360. They've, they've changed their focus to digital content and stuff like that, and you see Sony starting to do that as well. So what are they going to do? Completely change the way you use the system and then go, now, you, now don't use it. Yeah. Now use something different. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And the same thing goes with, um, with, uh, especially Apple. You know, oh, what's the, I, you know, when, when the iPhone, when it was supposed to be the iPhone 5, everybody was talking about, oh, it's supposed to have a different shape. It's supposed to have this. It's supposed to have that. It's supposed to have a bigger screen. And then Apple says, haha, fuck you. It's the 4S. You know what, though? On a counter with Apple, Apple likes to create their own fucking hype. Yeah. You know, they, they come up with their own bullshit and then <laughs> counter it. Yeah. And then and then what happens right after that? Okay, so the real iPhone 5 is going to have this and going to have that. And it's like, wait, what, what, what? What? You know, it's like, dude, just, I'm just okay, accept the fact that this is what it is. We'll worry about the next one next time. You yeah. know, we it's like... Why should we sit there and speculate, build everyone's expectations up when we're going to probably get something that's remotely different and at the same time, you know, something that everybody be like, okay, that's cool. Because you know what? To be honest, you know, people that tech geeks will get it when they, when they get it and they'll, yeah. they'll deal with it. But when you have those people that just love to sit there and say, oh yeah, my buddy, my buddy works in the, in the parking garage. Like two doors down from um, 
from uh, from Apple's uh, headquarters, and um, he told me because he sells bagels to the guys that worked in there that uh, <laughs> that the new iPhone five is going to have the new A six um, processor. It's like really, dude. And I'm I'm gonna put some stuff in perspective right now. <laughs> oh, shit, man, I got a frog in my throat tonight. I'm gonna put some stuff in perspective right now. Stop sucking that cock. Oh shit. <laughs> if I um, it's that I... man crush. <laughs> Shut up. If I make it so, number one. <laughs> yeah. If I um, if I worked for a big company like that, like Apple, well, I wouldn't work for Apple, but like Microsoft or Sony <laughs> or something. And I saw the bagel guy. I would tell him so much bullshit oh, I just know. to be an asshole. I'd be like, you know, the new um, Xbox 720 is going to have uh, fucking holographic imagers coming up the top of it. You know, <laughs> just that, to get free shit, because you know yeah, you're going to be you're gonna like, exactly. It's oh, like so, that, that, so if you that was, get, if you get my if you give me all the information, I'll give you like free bagels for life. Exactly. All right, and then just make sure you add a. You know, anything can change, but <laughs> that was straight from Bill Gates himself. So he's going to add that bit. Yeah. Like, this, oh, one the, came, this one came from Steve Jobs' ghost. Or, or, if you, or sitting there sitting there at the local Starbucks working for Sony going, yeah, it's really weird. I just came from testing, and they're saying that the uh, PlayStation 4 is going to be able to play Sega Game Gear games. I don't know. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I would make up so much bullshit, dude. The Just to be gonna, a dick. The Beatles going to be compatible with the Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Game Boy Advance, the original Game Boy. The original Game Boy, yeah. <laughs> or if I work for Apple, we're going to bring the uh, the Pippin back. <laughs> and just to make up so much bullshit. Just to fuck with it. <laughs> but it's, it's like, it's ridiculous though, because like some people get so fucking... Like, there, it's just all it is. It's like all, like, oh my god, they're gonna have, uh, the, they're, uh, they're gonna do this. And, and the same thing happens with, one of the things that was bugging me lately, and, and, and it was movies. Like, um, everybody, somehow, some way, these movie, uh, rumors get going around. The biggest one for me was, um, you, we, we know Ridley Scott is doing a prequel to Blade Runner. And, uh, <laughs> then somehow over the weekend, it always starts when the movie stuff always happens over the weekend. Uh, somehow Harrison Ford's name got thrown out and it said that he was, um, in preliminary discussions to come on to the Blade Runner, uh, film. Mm-hmm. And I was like, um, what? And like everybody was going with it, except for like these guys at Cinema Blend and myself. Obviously, we saw the documentary about the making of Blade Runner, and all these other people that were jumping on it didn't, because the amount of respect that both both guys have for each other is non-existent. There is no way Harrison yeah. Ford would ever work with Ridley Scott on that again after the the hell time that they had working with each other the first time. Yeah, and, they sort of hate each other. Yeah, sort of, <laughs> sort of do. And, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, everybody's like going with this. And then finally the dude that, that got the, the producer from, um, Alcone goes, um, yeah, that's, that's not happening. The, there, there's, there's no way he's in talks with this. Exactly. And it was just like, you know, and I, and I, and I like to, you know, I put it all into perspective when I, when I write about this going, you know what? I don't like it, but I just don't like people being this stupid. And then the same thing was, uh, the one that came after that was, uh, Russell Crowe. 
because the um uh this one director is going to remake RoboCop. What snuck out after they said that he was looking into re- rebooting RoboCop was that he was going to make another film first called Noah. And um then Russell Crowe's came up saying that he was in talks with him over a film project. Of course, the geeky guys ran off and went, oh, my God, he's going to be in RoboCop. He's going to do RoboCop. Did you just play Jarrell? I think he's done with comic book or reboots for now. Yeah. And then it comes out like a couple days later. He's talking to him about Noah. And I was like, yeah. We all figured that because, you know, the few of us are intelligent. Yeah, it just makes, it's just like some people just like get all worked up over the rumors and just like, oh my god. And, and I blame a lot of the like the little blog sites because that was one of the things you and I discussed early on was about rumors mm-hmm. and how to deal with rumors. Like I post, you know, I post video game stuff, so I gotta post rumors sometimes. But like, like that article I just did with Blizzard with free to play, yeah, it's a rumor, but it's obviously gonna happen. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know what I mean? Like if it's a, some rumors are obvious. Right. It's just they haven't been officially announced yet. Yeah. But then, some rumors are ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I know. And it's the same thing, too. It's like when I'll post some things that this is rumor, but this sounds more logical than some of the other shit that we hear yeah. out there. And, then, and that's another thing. If I was a movie exec, I'd be like, yeah, man, they, they, they just put it through the works right now. Back to the Future Doctor Who crossover. It's happening, <laughs> dude. It's happening. <laughs> Expect it 2013. That's, yeah. 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 No, 2012 holiday season. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be the Christmas episode for Dr. Hills. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, all original cast back, including Biff. Uh, That's right. <laughs> I just got I just got out of talks with BBC. Yeah. It's, it's going to be insane. <laughs> oh, my God. And so, you know, it just it, – the rumor stuff, like, you know, I, I just – we just don't like dealing with it because so many people – to me, it just seems like a big cheat. Yeah. Because, you know, we can propose, we, you know, Adam and I could sit here for days and come up with all these different, like we just did now. Back, yeah. You know that now suddenly, you know, Lazy Geeks podcast was announcing that Back to the Future and a Doctor Who are crossovering for Christmas this year. And honestly, <laughs> that would be fucking awesome, but it's not going to happen. It's, it's almost too awesome. Yeah, you know. Uh, all right. So, you know, it just, to, to, to me, it just, I don't like dealing with the rumors because it's just a waste of time. And, you know, all it does is it's like, it's fan fiction is what it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what we would like to see, but we know we're not going to see. And fan fiction should say to just making your favorite TV show characters have sex with one another, because that's really what fan fiction's there yeah. for. You know, like, oh, oh, hey, 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 six, Starbuck, Deanna Troy. Done. Oh, oh, oh. 80s Deanna Troy. 80s Deanna Troy and... uh. Amy Pond just happens to walk in. Yes. That's tell, it. Tell it slowly. Tell it slowly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, the, these rumors just, they kill me half the time. And I just, I go, what the fuck? Ugh. It's like I want to throw my laptop out, but I don't have to buy a new one every time I see a stupid rumor. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's a lot of laptops. Yeah. Like, especially after uh, GTA 4, like, after that, what are they going to do for GTA 5? I don't know, because I haven't even opened my GTA 4 yet. (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Oh, man. What what just came out? SSX is coming out um, this week. 
Yeah. So when's the SSXX? Yeah, like, I know. What are you doing? Yeah. What are the tracks? <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. Come on. Come on. Uh, all right. Well, I think we've, we've, uh, talked about how much we hated rumors. So. I think we have. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we were talking about, right? Yeah. And the Back to the Future Doctor Who crossover. Yeah. And the Back to the Who Doctor, Doctor Who crossover. Calling it. Yeah. <laughs> This Christmas. That's right. <laughs> you know, it'd be awesome if it did. <laughs> I know, wouldn't it? <laughs> then we'd be like, "You heard it here first, bitches. Yeah, you heard it here. That's that's why you gotta listen to us because we called it. What I say just happens. <laughs> what I say. What I say. What I say. <laughs> just slapping people. <laughs> Going on the bus for no reason, just hitting people, <laughs> bitches. Uh. So, I guess time we go into some douche. Baggery. So my first one up, anyone that sued, my first, number three douchebag, or my second runner up, is anyone that sued over the iPhone 4. So, I'm not sure what people, you know, I'm not sure what people thought that suing Apple would get them. In 2010, Apple released the iPhone 4, and we immediately started hearing problems about their external antenna, as some called it, antenna gate. Uh, mm-hmm. You remember when you held it in the right way, your calls would immediately drop, and that wasn't just simply because you had AT&T. Uh, Apple denied that there was a problem. Even Steve Jobs said you were holding it wrong. Shortly thereafter, Apple admitted there was an issue and offered people phone bumpers, to prevent the finger from coming in contact with the um, external antenna. Uh, but some people decided to sue, which turned into a class action lawsuit. In the end, Apple settled the lawsuit. And what did those people get? Either a phone bumper of their choice or 15 bucks. The same thing they were going to get in the first place. Yeah, that's what they got. If they had taken the original option offered back in 2010... They could have saved themselves some serious legal fees. In the end, Apple wins this one by getting to give customers what they originally offered. Yeah, they could have dealt without the headaches, but how many people still have iPhone 4s after the iPhone 4S came out? I think Apple came out ahead on this one. Way ahead. I mean, you know, even now, I mean, I understood their their idea for an external antenna because, you know, they're going to need the room in the phone. But, you know, it was like, guys, you know, what, what were you thinking? I, yeah. I get I get refunded my Apple because it's defective. No, Apple doesn't refund. Yeah, uh, Apple's like, because honestly, a new a new iPhone comes out every three fucking months, so yeah. just wait and get another one. Yeah, exactly. And it's it's going to be nearly identical to the one you had. <laughs> like literally, this fucking iPhone 4s has Siri. The yeah. big that's the biggest thing they're pushing. That's a software update. Yeah. That has nothing to do with the phone whatsoever. Yeah. Sad. It is. And my You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> now my first runner up, I titled this one Check Your Sources. It sometimes is a hazard of the online world when they try and trust some sources, but you just can't in the end. Some tried to, someone tried to convince me that Comic Con twenty twelve badges were gonna go on sale at the end of January, but he wouldn't reveal his source, so I didn't go with it. He was wrong, and so is this guy. <laughs> if any of uh, you people that have Netflix streaming, you may have been sparked to watch the movie The Bodyguard after the death of Whitney Houston, but the film was not available for streaming. So journalist, or so-called, uh, Dan McDermott was annoyed by this and contacted someone at Netflix. According to the rep, which he claims he got 
that got from his two supervisors had this to say, quote, Okay, Dan, I went and talked to my main supervisor as to why the movie had been pulled for some reason. And it was pulled, um, and it was pulled was the production company pulled the streaming rights from us because they, because of all the publicity after Whitney Houston's passing and there was, and there, yeah, from Whitney Houston's passing, there was an opportunity to make a really, to make really a very large amount of money. This is a direct quote, by the way. Uh, of the DVD sales of her movies. So they're going to pull all the streaming titles we have of Whitney Houston so they can make more money off the DVD sales of her movies. Yeah, and they're going to sell Blu-rays, special editions. In light of what Sony did by raising the prices of her albums after her death, I can see that this is a reasonable assumption. The problem is, is that Netflix lost streaming rights to this movie at the end of 2011 and was only available on disc as of January 1st, 2012. So unless Sony has ima- unless Netflix has some amazing foresight, <laughs> <laughs> or they were involved, yeah, exactly. The problem is, is that when you package streaming content for Netflix or any other online provider, it's determined way in advance, and they can't change it due to someone dying. Uh, I do give the guy props for updating his post by saying he was right and wrong. I know his. Um, by his word structure, he was trying to save face and try to be coy with the truth, but he was wrong. It does take some guts for someone to admit that he was wrong and got wrong information. But if he had checked his sources, like Netflix, uh, you can actually check um, online for Netflix uh, streaming rights. And when yeah. when they're and any any new release, like one of the sites that I go to to see for new releases for Netflix, actually tells you the dates of movies that are going off. That's a public information fail. Yeah, uh, he could have saved himself the whole problem in the first place. Douchebag, douchebag, utter douchebag. And I'm also I'm not surprised in the least that album sales prices went up or album prices went up, and that they're going to re-release the Whitney Houston movies. Yeah. I pretty much figured that was going to happen. Well, the Whitney Houston's movies were already going to come out next month anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, so whatever. Yeah. Whatever. They'll, they'll now all they'll have is a little tribute on the Blu-ray, and they'll up the price by ten bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now you, you know the 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 business is cold. It doesn't give a shit who yeah. died. I think Netflix was her dealer. <laughs> I might be too soon for that. <laughs> might be a little too soon for that. <laughs> might, might be too soon for that. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> But it was funny. Um, all right, so moving into my second runner-up, is that what we're doing? Yes, yes. we are. An armed man bodged into a Florida motel room on Thursday, scuffled with his victims, and then dropped his gun, only to return later to try to buy back his own firearm for 40 bucks, <laughs> according to published reports. At about midnight on Thursday... Uh, Cedric Mitchell, 39, tried to rob two two men at the Royal Motel in Brady Bradyton Bradyton or something like that. Um, the Bradyton Herald reports. Um, police told the Herald that Mitchell broke in, asked the men for pills, and when they said they didn't have any, he pulled out his handgun because you know you better get to the fucking CVS. Right, right. It's some pills. <laughs> um, Mitchell then demanded everything you got. That's a quote. Um, said Braddington Police Captain Warren Merriman. Merriman, how you doing? Um, <laughs> and a brawl in, and a brawl ensued. Um, report reported the paper. At some point during the scuffle, Mitchell allegedly dropped his gun and was pepper sprayed by one of the victims. Who's <laughs> like, bitch, please? 
<laughs> he then ran away, of course. But um, back dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. Be that as it may. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but is that on Netflix streaming? But I want to watch that again. I don't know. It might be. Um, but moments later, the police, the p- police captain told the paper Mitchell was back, begging the two men to let him buy his gun back for 40 bucks. Wow. They then pepper sprayed him in the face again. <laughs> and he once again. Did you not understand what I said? Yeah. And he once again ran away. The men called 911, nine, blah, blah, blah. They called 911. He was caught. Um, so <laughs> what a douche, dude. <laughs> let me get my gun back, man. Yeah. Times are hard right now. <laughs> I mean, if you if you were wearing gloves and you dropped the gun, who cares? Can't trace it to you anyway. Well, if he if he's <laughs> listen, <laughs> if he's trying to steal pills, I'm sure he doesn't have any gloves. He's not thinking that far ahead. <laughs> and also, to think of another line of work because this one isn't getting you very far. <laughs> A life of crime ain't working for you, buddy. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. This one's stats funny and then gets kind of sad. Um. A naked a naked man stole a fire truck at a South Carolina apartment complex and sped away. That's the funny part. <laughs> Killing a pedestrian who was walking on the sidewalk. Oh, that's the set. You know, it's just like yeah. it builds you up and then stabs you in the throat. <laughs> um, the fire engine driver, identified as 26 year old Calvin Hunt, that just sounds like a stupid name, right? Like you're just an idiot. Yeah. Uh, drove about two miles Friday before he hit a man, careened off the road, and crashed into some trees. Uh, you know, look, I'm not undermining that the dude got hit and died, but you're in a fire truck. <laughs> like that. What did the impact of the one human being knock the truck off the road? Jesus, <laughs> I know. Um, right? Hunt, who was pinned inside the fire truck, <laughs> was freed by rescue workers, the same people who probably drove the truck, right. and then started assaulting two police officers. Douchebag! De- Deputy Police Chief Dale McDorman told the Buford Gazette. Uh, Branna Rogerson said she narrowly avoided a collision with the stolen engine, which plowed into six or seven other vehicles as it barreled through an intersection. In Buford, which is located along the southeast coast of South Carolina. Quote, I've never seen a fire truck come out of nowhere like that, Rogerson said. The truck didn't have its lights on. I knew it wasn't a fireman behind the wheel. What? Let me scroll down. <laughs> Justin Miller, 28, of Port Royal, was killed when he was hit as he walked with his brother, Buford County Coroner. That's might be too soon, but that's kind of ironic. Ed Allen said Saturday. Firefighters with the Buford Port Royal Fire Department had responded to the apartments for a rescue call, Allen said. Hunt had not been charged Saturday in Miller's death, said Lance Cat, said this dude <laughs> of South Carolina Highway Patrol, which is investigating the fatality. Hunt is from Sumner, which is the central part of the state. Hunt, who did not have a telephone number listed, that's a shock. What a shocker, yeah. Was taken, a Buf- taken to Buford Med- Memorial Hospital with injuries. The hospital did injuries from the cops. They got that scuffle. <laughs> you know the cops pulled a Rodney King on his punk ass. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. The hospital did not have him listed as a patient Saturday. Wow. He's a patient of the prison. A Buford police spokeswoman told the Associated Press no one was available Saturday to talk about the crash. So... I don't know why he stole the fire truck. Yeah, um, they didn't mention why he stole it. But he was naked, so I'm assuming that he's fucked up. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then he's trying to, and then the police officers get him out and he's like, Oh, thanks officers for saving me. Now bitch, please! Ah! 
<laughs> you know what? I haven't pulled out my baton in a couple of weeks. <laughs> you know what? <sighs> my gun's getting a little rusty. Pistol whip. Um, and, I, and, and like, like I said before, I know, you know, I'm not undermining the, the young man's death, but walking with his brother to the corner, that's kind of convenient. Yeah. Isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, it's not funny. It's just convenient. <laughs> Jesus. Alright. Alright. So, our, our douchebag of the week, or I should say douchebags of the week. Multiple douchebags. Multiple douchebags. This sort of stuff, this is the sort of stuff that annoys the hell out of me. Stories that start pop, starting to pop up around the internet from quote unquote sources claiming that they've seen an early cut of The Avengers and are not complaining about the movie, but about the director Joss Whedon. Ain't It Cool News, which is kind of the site that gives you some news but supports more editorial news yeah. than anything. So See, cool site, though. Yeah. It seems to be taking word around the quote-unquote campfire that Whedon's vision of the film isn't cinematic enough. It's this kind of stuff that bugs me. Given that the film is about two and a half months away from release... To think that the the film they saw, if they truly did see it, is the same one that they will see on release day is idiotic. Especially if you've seen the footage from the TV spots, you would have to disagree. Uh, this is a quote from the Post. Uh, I've talked to some cynics in the group that weren't sure it was going to come come together, and they're and they are doing the uh, mea culpus now. They said it has the heart, the action, the humor, and the suspense a movie like The Avengers should have. The only criticism I've heard is that Whedon's eye isn't as cinematic as it should be, but the rest of the movie is so good that you'll accept it. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Uh, so the movie's awesome, but it's not. Yeah. Is what they're saying. Yeah. Uh, while they do their best to say that the movie is good, they take issues with Joss Whedon. Not really sure why... But you can tell the attack is more directed at him than the franchise. I think these are, these cynics are the same fanboys that take issue with Cap's mask. These are the same people that don't like Star Trek for the lens flares. To me, it's just the people that have to find something to be negative about. If you can't find a blatant flaw in the movie, then you just have to resort to nitpicking. Then they're doing something right. I'm sure that the film will be amazing. If it's horrible, I'll call it. Let the... Let the movie be completed and stop filling up the internet with unsubstantiated rumors. I think Joss Whedon is the best director that Marvel could get for the Avengers. He is a comic fan favorite, and he has the ability to handle this film. So let's wait until the film is officially released to make our judgments. Many people should be happy that Marvel's even doing an Avengers movie. So don't be that guy that ruins it for everyone. And I'm just going to come out and say it. These critics are probably the same people that didn't like Firefly, which makes anything they say irrelevant. Yeah. Right out the gate. Yeah, right out the gate. Because I'm saying, like, how how is the movie still good and has everything that it's supposed to have but not be cinematic enough? This movie's amazing. It has everything you would expect from an Avengers movie and more, but it's lame. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. And what does that even mean? It's not cinematic enough. What is it like a a fucking choose your own way book on screen? I don't understand. I mean, what were you expecting? Like um, the the sweeping vistas and the you know the the lar- the generic shots that you see and stuff like the Godfather think, or yeah yeah yeah. Avengers should be the next Gone with the Wind. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's like, come on. Should have rolling shots of the cotton fields just for no reason, just to have. Yeah, you know, Thor and Iron Man are skipping through it. You know. <laughs> 
Stupid. Oh, man. Stupid. So, so let's balance out these douchebags with some epic. Yeah. I'm surprised this person's on our epic list. <laughs> Jack Trenton is our epic person this week for not fucking this one up. Yeah. Yeah. Let us, let us finish this. <laughs> Before, no, that, you, before you you go, oh, fuck these guys and stop the just, podcast. Just like I used to tell a girlfriend of mine back in the day, let me finish. Um, <laughs> Sony Computer Entertainment of America's chief Jack Trenton, I don't need to speak at the East Coast pace, I guess, uh, claims that internal <laughs> discussions about a PlayStation 4 would only distract Sony from more pressing matters. Quote, I, quite frankly, that's when you know someone's keeping it real, yeah. quite frankly, would be very distracted. If I had to be, if I had to be talking about next generation hardware this year, it's funny, very distracted because Jack Trent probably gets distracted by like a squirrel. Um, <laughs> squirrel. Following, <laughs> following in the tracks of fellow Sony CEO Kaz, how do you pronounce his name? Harai? I think it's Harai. All right, sure. That's Kaz. You know, CEO yeah. Kaz, baby. Um, Trenton made these comments in a recent interview with IGN. When it comes to Sony's position, <laughs> Trenton said next-gen decisions. Face down, ass up. That's right. Uh, Trenton said next-gen decisions, quote, really depend on the health of the existing platform and the other things you have going on. Right now, we're focusing on the PlayStation 3, and I've got another platform, PlayStation Vita, to get out of the door in seven days. Obviously, this was in the past. Um, so I don't want to be thinking, I don't want to be thinking about trying to launch new technology anytime soon. Aww. He really doesn't want to be thinking at this he doesn't point. Want to, he doesn't want to be thinking, yo. <laughs> um, I want to focus all our energy on our console business, which is really just hitting its stride, and Vita, which really deserves a dedicated push from us. I said, this all makes perfect sense when you think about it. Modern day consumers are so focused on what's coming out next. This is just what we're talking about yeah. coming out next that they don't pay attention to what's going on right now. The PS3 as well as the Xbox 360 have a bit more life left in them before we start worrying about their replacements. Yeah. I mean, and you know, the, the fact that Jack Trent was able to say that without putting his foot in his mouth like he normally his ass, does. Up his ass through his mouth. <laughs> But the the real cool thing about this is that you know yeah he basically said what we said I mean the the PlayStation Three is a is a great device right now it's a great console when you're and, not playing Skyrim yeah when you're not playing Skyrim and the Xbox 360 is a great system when you're not playing Arkham City you oh. know <laughs> but you know I, and that's the thing and I I think that too many people because of the fact that Apple does their shit every fucking year you know and i think everybody assumes that well you need to you need to keep up with them no they don't they don't need to keep up with anything no one has to keep up with anybody yeah to be you know completely honest with you yeah and i mean it's like you know i i, I don't totally understand the whole concept of Jumping on board of like, okay, well, okay, the PS3 is out. I mean, now what's the PS4? And this has only been recent because when the PS3 originally came out, nobody said shit. And then suddenly within the last, you know, three, three years or so, it's been growing more and more like, okay, so, you know, Sony even said themselves, what was it? What did they say? Like seven years? Mm-hmm. Seven to ten years? For, seven to ten years. Yeah. And it's just like, we haven't got there X- yet. And, and Microsoft, and Sony will always be pretty much neck and neck with the release. They might be a year off because yeah. Microsoft did that. I'm gonna come out a year first. Um, but you know, whatever. It's but they'll always be right. Nintendo will not follow them because Nintendo doesn't make the same kind of system. Yeah. 
Okay, and that's gaming. And they that, don't go after the same kind of gamer either. Exactly. And those three little systems, okay, are in a box by themselves. Um, the, I'm gonna break it down real quick. The movie industry's all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. back to gaming, the handheld market is all over the fucking place. Mm-hmm. The handheld market changes, it will change tomorrow. There'll be something different tomorrow. Um, music, I don't even know how that works. Um, what else is there? Television, all that shit. Everything's all over the place. The only real consistency is the Xbox, the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything else is up in the air. Yeah. So, calm down. Uh, Jack Trenton speaks the truth. This time. This time. <laughs> next week he'll probably be back on our douchebag goes, and that was short lived. <laughs> yeah, next week he'll have a quote like, you know, I like bagels, let's make a bagel game. So, yeah. <laughs> a lot of bagels being talked about in this episode, uh, by the way. Yeah. Alright, so, we're gonna hit up some, uh, site comments this week. Uh, we got a couple of them. Uh, first one was from Angie Minerales. Uh, Ghost Protocol, um, regarding my Ghost Protocol being the highest Tom Cruise grossing film of his career. And uh, her comment was, yes, I agree that the fourth installment of the Mission Impossible is a huge success. It was great to see that Tom Cruise was back as a, to be a bankable actor, and he is truly amazing in the film. His mission was accomplished. He, he, oh. he. I adore him. He is um, he is really talented and truly remarkable. I I thought that this movie was definitely a step back in the right direction for Tom Cruise. I I really liked Ghost Protocol. It did really well, and it, it reminded people that he is he is a he is an action here an action star. That's I, right. I thought it I thought it did did really well. And my comment is uh, El Elbergast. Yes. Yeah, there you go. Um, on my World of Warcraft Still Losing Subscribers article that was so expertly delivered. Um, <laughs> I signed up for the annual pass, then I got a prepaid visa with insufficient funds just so I could cancel my two accounts. So to clarify, he did it on purpose. Um, MOP won't bring me back. What's MOP? No oh, the, the new expansion. I'm yeah. sorry, Mist of Pandora. Pandora. Uh, after six years, I'm done with Blizzard. I just don't trust that they can deliver fun, meaningful content any longer. Blizzard used to care about making fun games, but these days it just seems they only care about making as much profit as they possibly can before their cash tannic sinks. <laughs> I won't be playing Titan either. Titan is their um, code name for their new MMO coming out. Um, once bitten, twice shy. Ooh. Ooh. The, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty much on board with what this person's saying. Um, I, I've been away from WoW for a long time. The game is boring to me. Um, and also, uh, even Diablo 3, I'm not even excited about it anymore because they just keep dicking around. They're taking too long and they gotta realize that, you know, the more you keep yanking people's chain, the more people are gonna be like, I thought it was out already. (laughs) Yeah, like, wasn't that game out? And and it's just... It's like that movie you keep seeing the promos like eight months before the film was actually out. No. And, and Steve can attest to this. I was a huge Blizzard fan. I loved everything Blizzard. Can't and now, well, about, remember back in the back in the early days, we actually did that WoW expansion, uh, Cataclysm. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, skit. yeah. The whole skit, you know, I was so excited about. It. Now I'm just like, I just don't care. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I mean, all you can do on WoW nowadays is you get top level, and then just do dailies all day. Yeah. And do it's it's boring. It, there's nothing exciting going on. There are MMOs out now, free to play MMOs. That are more fun. Yeah. It's, it's just pathetic. 
Right. And, I'll get uh, off my soapbox, though. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, step down off that apple crate. That's uh, anonymous, uh, in regards to my Gallifrey One, uh, coverage, uh, I, I mentioned in Checked the you like a bitch. <laughs> I mentioned in the article that it was a TARDIS console replica, and, uh, they did, and this was all that they said. They go, quick clarification, the TARDIS console was a, the real deal, not a replica. And, uh. No, 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 you're reading it wrong. Because after replica, there's a dot, 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 which means it reads like this. Quick clarification, the TARDIS console was the real deal, not a replica. Boom. <laughs> Checked. <laughs> like a bitch. <laughs> Jeez. That's okay, because how many times have I been checked in a comment? Like 15? <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so. That was cool. Yeah, it was That's a real cool console. that it was. Yeah, that was cool. It was real. Did you know that when you were there? Like, did you? Was it just a typo? Or um, I I knew that it. I thought it was a replica because I didn't see anything that said like authentic console. But I I kept. Um, but I wasn't sure. And then when I saw it, I was like, going, oh wow, this is like heavily detailed for like a replica or something like that. But then I found out later, and um, oh yeah, I still got to post that picture of me on the TARDIS console, bitch. You know what? I think this person that checked you is just jealous, like a mother. <laughs> didn't get that picture. That's right. <laughs> Oh man. Alright, so really quickly we'll hit up some recommendations. Mine, of course, is the Rift Tracks version of the Twilight Breaking Down Part 1. <laughs> the only way to watch only that. Only way to watch this fucking movies. Oh my god, this shit was so fucking hilarious. I need to check that oh out. Oh my god, I could not stop laughing. I mean, the, just the, the amount of, the amount of venom they have for these films it's just it's 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 just amazing i was posting a bunch of it on my uh facebook last night and uh and like one of the things that came out was okay let's go let's do this you want the red ball gag or the blue ball gag mm-hmm. uh um then they had this scene where bella was like asleep on the bed and and edward's looking down and he goes and you hear them go a little vampire foreplay and her neck slap snap like a celery stalk Oh well, back to forks for another damaged emo chick. <laughs> oh <laughs> and when, god! And then when she got pregnant and the thing started like eating her off on the inside, you hear the one of the guys go, "The human equivalent of the blue screen of death." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh. "Yes." <laughs> I don't know what's funnier, riff tracks, or just the success of the Twilight movies. Like the, both of them are funny to me. Yeah, yeah, they they both are. What's your uh, recommendation? Another movie, my brother. Um, this means war. You know what? I checked this movie out, and we went to go see The Grey, um, but we were late. <laughs> so so I was like, well, I don't want to miss, like, 15 minutes of the flick. So we saw This Means War. I was like, ah, whatever, you know. Fucking movie was hilarious, that was dude. Movie, yeah. I was rolling laughing. <laughs> um, forgot how hot Reese Witherspoon was, for one. Um, Chris Pine and um, what's his name again? Tom something? Tom Hardy. There you go. Um he both everybody the chemistry on the screen um the bits everything was perfect in that movie. I mean, it was just a great movie like i loved it like it was like a romantic comedy but more something what men would like yeah you know what i mean like it, it, would, it, it, it would bring guys to the like if your girl goes i want to go see that okay yeah and it gives you got enough- that best that best friends competing thing yeah. going on and i mean that was, it was so dope dude <laughs> oh my god i know that was just like I, I did like the part where she called him out at the at the at the DVD place, 
at the record store where she's like, Check. yeah, that girl over there, yeah, but then she wouldn't leave. And, you know, she's like checking all those girls right there. You're like, damn. Yet again, checked them like a bitch. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, that one part, um, oh, God, now I'm forgetting. My favorite scene was um when she's dancing around in just a sweater <laughs> and she's singing to that um Throw my oh, hands yeah. up, let me hear the party say, I'm kind of fussed <laughs> off because, um, and she's singing it perfectly. And then, um, they're, both of them are sneaking around putting bugs in her, in her place. Um, you know, cause they're spies or whatever. But the greatest part of the scene is, and I didn't really realize to the end, not only did she not see them, they didn't see each other. Yeah. <laughs> so they're just like, it's all over the fucking place, man. It was brilliant. I like where he's like, why does she keep listening to that man? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Chelsea Handler, dude. You know what? I would tap that just for principle. You know what I mean? Like, okay. We're done with this. <laughs> all right. Well, before we head out, we want to remind you all that you have many ways to follow us. You can be sure to like our Facebook page, facebook.com slash the lazy geeks, one word. Ooh. Uh, we're still on Google Plus. Not sure how much longer. Uh, I'm not on. I'm not on Google Plus. I'm done. <laughs> my, I mean, my personal Google Plus. I've, I've, I'm done with that. Yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks, one word, or you can follow myself at Lazy underscore Nomad, or you can follow Adam over there at Lazy underscore Sapien. Subscri- <laughs> <laughs> subscribe to our YouTube page uh, where we have trailers, vlogs, and special content available. So definitely subscribe, youtube.com slash the Lazy Geeks, one word. The uh, Lazy Geeks theme was provided by Kevin McLeod. So it's about time for us to check out, so please be sure to comment on this or any podcast on either iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com. Tell us the good, the bad, and the sexy. Be sure to leave a comment, because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast. Remember, especially if you check a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you better be sure like next week you get like eight of them. (laughs) It's going to happen. Yeah, I know. Uh, Remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next week... Peace out.